The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanki. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for listening and spreading the word of empowerment and possibility. Today's boomerang concept is a boomerang tool that I wanted to share with all of you. Last week, we heard from Martha, who said that she wants tools and she wants to apply tools. So uh, for our first-time listeners, the Boomerang Effect is a movement on the show where our listeners are empowered to throw out a boomerang of what they want in life. The idea is that what you throw out in your life is what you get in return. So throw out a boomerang of generosity, of peace, of happiness, or success, and you will get that in return. And I do want to remind everyone, it all starts with your thoughts. So notice your thoughts, pay attention to that, and start with your thoughts by throwing out those boomerangs of exactly what you want. Now, what I want to encourage all of you to do, starting today, um, is to practice or maybe it's tomorrow, practice waking up every morning, putting your arms outstretched out to the side and state out loud that you're open to giving and receiving all that is loving, abundant, and wonderful. Throw out that boomerang each morning upon waking or throughout your day and just watch and see what happens and watch your day unfold. This is a practice that I've been doing for many, many years now, and I do it on my morning walks or as I wake up in the morning, and it feels very open and uplifting, and it's a great way to start your day. So let's move into our rock star interview, Networking Like a Rock Star. And today's guest is David Fisher, or as he is known to uh, the, the, the world as D-Fish. Um, he is, has created his dream lifestyle. D-Fish lives in Evanston, Illinois, next to a beautiful cemetery, which reminds him every morning of how precious life is. He's a speaker, a coach, a salesman, writer, meditator, marketer, musician, son, friend, brother, slam poet, clairvoyant, comedian, salsa dancer, lover of life, teller of bad jokes, yoga enthusiast, and above average cook. That's a lot of hats that you wear, D-Fish. Um, <laughs> I try. Yeah. D-Fish's passion for growth and development has allowed him to influence thousands of others during his professional career. Today, as a coach, speaker, author, and president of Rockstar Consulting, he continues to create a powerful impact on individuals and organizations as he works to help them become 
rock stars. Dee Fish has a great sense of humor, as I'm sure you have already guessed, and a strong intellect. He's a graduate of Northwestern University. And that combination is terrific for business strategies to help people to understand that growing a business can also be fun. So I welcome the one and only D. Fish to the show today. Welcome, D. Fish. We're so happy that you can join us. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, Fee. Thanks for having me. Now, please give us your background of how you came to start Rockstar Consulting and how you became an expert in networking. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think I could figure out anything better to do is kind of how I uh, stumbled into it. Uh, actually, that, that's not far off. Um, you know, I, like many uh, entrepreneurs and, and business owners, kind of stumbled into to running Rockstar Consulting. This was almost 10 years ago and uh, had, had gone through a number of positions, found some success, was looking for the next step. And uh you know, even when we first met, obviously I was in the sales arena. I really enjoyed selling and I really enjoyed helping people. And I was actually looking for a sales job and I couldn't find anything I liked selling. And, uh, you know, uh, the woman I was dating at the time looked at me and was like, well, you've always wanted to be a, a coach and a speaker. You always talked about that and then doing it later. Well, why can't you do it right now? And uh, I didn't have a good answer why I couldn't do it right now. So the next day I started Rockstar Consulting. Uh, so not a whole lot of strategery went into that decision, but it turned out to be, uh, you know, really a life-changing decision and one that uh, has been really awesome and led to some, some pretty, pretty fun things. And, that, and that's kind of how I came into, into doing this. And, you know, as far as my background, uh, you, you mentioned that uh, I went to Northwestern. I was a, a big old honkin' nerd. As, as I like to say, and I'm very proud of that fact, but I uh, also had a chance to kind of cut my teeth in the, the real world of business. Um, I actually ran uh, a direct sales uh, organization here in Chicago, taught uh, kids how to, to sell Cutco knives, which, by the way, best knives in the world, bar none, and, uh, you know, was very successful selling. That's how I paid my way through Northwestern, but uh, had an opportunity to, to interview and train, you know, thousands of salespeople and really work with them in a very direct and, and deep way. And I, I think that's where I kind of got my passion for, for working with people. And in some ways, even to, to this day, I look at the idea of coaching or training or speaking. It's, it's really just a sales presentation. And my goal is to sell people uh, on, on the futures that they want for themselves. So that's, that's kind of how I got to where I am right now. What a wonderful story and what a smart girlfriend you had at that time. At that time, that, that, that relationship gave me many wonderful things, <laughs> and, and now I have a new relationship with a very wonderful person. <laughs> sure, sure. But it was, it was very instrumental in, in kind of inspiring you to move you into living the life of your dreams. So that was... Absolutely. That was pretty, I would say, a, a real positive thing that came from that experience. Oh, now, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, also, when you were looking for a sales job and couldn't find anything, um, how wonderful was that? Because what better thing to sell than you selling people on living their dreams? What a great uh, way to kind of start the and kickstart the consulting business that you now uh, that you now have been working in for nearly ten years. Yeah. You know, if I figured if I couldn't stand behind myself, what could I stand behind? Exactly. 
Now, you were one of my original coaching clients when I first started coaching way back when. What prompted you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What prompted you to look at coaching and consulting as a career? Well, I, I think for me, it was, it, it was very instrumental, the work that you and I did together. And uh, it, kind of as you mentioned just a few minutes ago, it's amazing how these little things happen in our lives that really do put us on very important uh, paths in life. And, you know, I had first started working with you, and I remember at that point in my life, wasn't so excited about where my business was. I mean, really wasn't so excited about where my, my, my life was even at that point and really didn't uh, see a path forward. And, and, you know, I'd always pride myself on being a pretty smart person, but was really just kind of looking, you know, forward into, into my life going, I had no idea what to do. And the, the experience that I had working with you was, was, you know, profoundly, you know, life-changing. And don't worry, I will continue to give you uh, some, some validation throughout this call. So just, uh, just soak it in. But uh, I was like, how can I help people do that same thing? Um, I, I really think that for many of us, especially uh, as, as the world is going through so many changes right now, uh, you know, economically and, and social organizations are changing everything. We don't really have a lot of institutions that help us figure out what the next step forward is. And so that was, I think, a really a big thing for me. Um, I, I wanted to, to kind of provide that same guidance in some way uh, for people. I, I always even tell my clients to this day, I don't have anybody's answers, but I like to think I'm pretty good at asking good questions. And then making, uh, making people listen and, and really look at what those answers were that they come up, came up with. And so that, that's kind of what, what drew me to this initially. And, you know, over the years, it, it continued to reinforce itself in, in my mind that, you know, my, my goal is to be, a, in, in some small way, a little bit of a Mr. Miyagi, right? Just kind of helping people move along to that next step and, and find, find their own answers and, and find their own success doing what they want to do. And, that, and so that, that kind of kind of was the evolution of this. And uh, every day we're, we, we keep reinventing it in some ways. <laughs> sure. And it's, it's evolved over time. And, and you have certainly evolved over time. And what's, what's been wonderful to, for me to sit back and, and really witness and experience with you, D-Fish, is that, you know, your growth is constant and you are constantly looking to take your life to the next level in supporting and helping others. And, um, you know, it started with you doing the work initially when we first started coaching together. You know, you were the one that did the wax on, wax off concept. You did the work and and you were reaping the, you are continuing to reap the rewards now. So great job. Well, thank you. You're welcome. What value did you see with coaching as a client? And now what value does coaching offer to your clients? Um, wow, it's a, it's a great question. I, I think you, you actually just touched on it a moment ago when you said that I did all the work. And I think that that was actually the most powerful part of the process for me is that uh, you know, working with a coach I found was, was not about going to you know, an external source for help but really uh, finding, again, that guidance helped me do, do the work. I, I kind of look at coaching and the, the process very, very much like working with a personal trainer, right, and, you know, for your body. And just like you can go work with a personal trainer and they can give you all the, the guidance and they can show you the, 
the proper workout technique and, you know, how to do the, the exercises. They can come up with a, a, a diet plan. In the end, you as the individual have to do the work. Nobody can do push-ups for you, right? And I, I think that to this day, I mean, that's really what I uh, talk to my clients about and really the, the goal that I'm trying to – or the resources I'm trying to provide are, you know, the perspective to give them an outside point of view – give them accountability because I think we all like accountability and no one's going to be held to what we say we're going to do. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes I do provide some gap knowledge, right? Sometimes, you know, people come to me, you know, working on um, whether, you know, human resources questions like how to interview and hire or how to manage a sales team or how to build their, their marketing um, for their business. And, and I can definitely bring in some, some knowledge there if there is a, a gap, but in the end it's, my goal to really just enable them to do what they already know how to do. And uh, I think that's the value that I got from it. And uh, I think that, well, and let's say I hope uh, that that's the value that I'm able to provide for other people is to, to really enable them to stand in their power and do what they know how to do uh, to the best of their ability. Sure. And that, I think, in terms of really uh, coaching to the individual the best approach and the best method to take is knowing that each individual has the answers and power within him or herself and that they can take that, uh, the, the tools of empowerment and the tools of coaching to really uh, completely change their life. And, and again, that's what I've really watched with you over the years. And, you know, seeing that growth and development is just such a great, rewarding experience. Yeah, and, you know, one thing I always tell people is I'm still trying to figure out my life. So <laughs> I think uh, we all are, yeah. Right, you know, I, 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 my mom said something really, uh, I think, very profound. She didn't even know this uh, a little while ago. She, she looks at me and she goes, David, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought that was just a, a fantastic thing to say, obviously, uh, at, at any stage in your life. And that understanding that, hey, we're all figuring this out. And so it also takes a lot of pressure off me as a coach. I, I don't have to tell somebody, no, you have to do it this way because I know it works. I'm like, well, this is my best guess. And uh, it's worked pretty well in the past for other people. But in the end, you have to come up with your own answers. And you're, you know, each of us is here for our own reason, our, on our own journey. And, uh, you know, again, I just want to facilitate that. And that, 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 that's uh, what I found the most effective way of coaching anybody. Sure, sure. Now, you've got a great balance living a life that's based intellectually as a graduate of Northwestern, as we mentioned earlier, and then also intuitively, and you've really, really developed your intuitive muscles. How, do you, how did you come to recognize the ex- importance of exploring both areas to become successful? Oh, it's a, it's a great question. Uh, I mean, that's a, an exploration I still, still go through on a daily basis. But I, I think more than anything, it was uh, an understanding at a certain point in my life. I mean, I, as I mentioned, I, I'm, I'm kind of a nerd, and I, I grew up, you know, definitely, uh, lo- I love school. I love thinking. I love, you know, the intellectual pursuits. I love being academic. And, and I love looking at life through that lens. And, and that can be really powerful, but I think what happened is, there's just stuff missing, right? And uh, one, of the, one of the tools, and again, I'm going to go ahead and, and give credit where credit's due that I learned working with you is just the, the question, how is that working for you? And I think I really realized at one point that I really, I, I loved kind of the intellect and, and working from that, that 
yang side or the yin side. I always get too confused. But from the one side of the spectrum, I was like, wow, there's something missing. And, you know, working through some of the, the intuitive uh, aspects of, of, of my being and, and the spiritual nature of who we are, it actually just really kind of gave me a great balance. And I think you used that word, a, a great harmony between the two. I don't think that life is um, about one or the other. And, you know, in fact, sometimes it's very interesting. I, I run into people who I think are very heavily on the the more intuitive side, and I go, hey, that's great, but we have to ground it in the, in the real world that we live in. And so for me, it is, has has been this this exploration. And sometimes I definitely realize, whoa, I'm, I'm thinking about this too hard. How do I really feel about it? And, and sometimes the converse. But uh, it's, that's, that's been, you know, really fun for me. You know, the, uh, I've had a chance to explore uh, different spiritual traditions, one thing, and, and I think you remember from the work we did together, I, I was really attracted to, to Buddhism, uh, and especially Zen, which was a very interesting mix of this, you know, intellectualism and this, this spirituality. Uh, you know, as many people would say, Buddhism isn't a religion, it's, it's a philosophy, and and I, I've just found that in, in embracing both aspects of, of my being, that the effects are in alignment with what I'd like to see, i.e. it works really well. <laughs> so I, I'm a big fan. If it works, do it. And, and that's, that's really what's, what's happening with me. It, it works right now. And, and I'm going to keep exploring that and keep you know, un, unfurling the, the layers to see what else is there. Yeah, sure. And it does take a lot of trust when you begin to practice and exercise your intuitive muscles. It does take trust. And so building and exploring that is, um, it's certainly fun to do. And, uh, oh, I, and absolutely. I, I, yeah, and I give you a lot of credit for, you know, really uh, being so proactive in creating that balance in your life because uh, it, it is working for you, D-Fish, and I'm happy to say that. We are we are on a break, and so we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with uh, our special guest today, David Fisher. We're talking about networking like a rock star. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment do you want to directly impact your business results improve the quality of your life learn to empower yourself or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself if so directly connect with Fee Mazanki at Direct Connect Coaching Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fima Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Hey, we're back with my special guest, David Fisher, D. Fish. In the house. In the house. And uh, D. Fish, years ago you applied some of the early coaching principles that we talked about to win a sales contest, which was actually a drawing. (laughs) And the prize was $10,000. Please tell the (laughs) listeners what you did to manifest that prize. And I want everybody to take notes on this one because it was really, I was with you when you won and it was a very, very fun thing to watch you win this 10 grand. Oh, oh my gosh, going back. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I wish I still had that $10,000 just lying around. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you do. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I was actually having this conversation uh, the other day with uh, my girlfriend because uh, one of our first dates ever, we were, uh, we were out and there was a raffle and the guy was trying to sell us raffle tickets and, he, and she goes, oh, no, no, we don't need any. And I stopped her. I go, no, 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 we do. I win. And she looks at me and, you know, with some obvious and, and completely deserved disbelief in her eyes. I go, no, 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 no. I'm a winner. And she, she's like, whatever. We bought tickets and lo and behold, we won the grand prize. And awesome. what was the I, grand prize? I, uh, this was a Chromecast. So before they had even come out. So I won a, a Chromecast for my television. It was kind of a fun toy. Um, and, and of course, I also won her admiration and respect because now she knows that I'm a winner. <laughs> of course, she um, does. yeah. Well, and it, you know, going back to that, that drawing that was fun. You know, winning ten thousand dollars. By the way, any of you who are listening, I highly recommend winning ten thousand dollars if you have a chance. It it, it it is pretty cool. Um, but it, what it you know it really was was the idea of. Um, just there's there's some visualization to that. You know, it sounds really corny, but I really think that what you get in in life is very much connected with you know what you perceive. And you you started the program talking about the boomerang effect, and and I really think that what you put out into the universe it, it comes back to you. You know, do I think that all you have to do is I just Think positive thoughts, and you're gonna, you know, win a, a ladder, you know, a raffle for ten thousand dollars. I don't know if it really works like that, but I do think you stand a much better chance if you're going through life thinking of yourself as a winner rather than a loser. And it is interesting to me, you know, I, I, I kind of jokingly, you know, call myself a winner, but I do win a lot of raffles, and uh, I think that. Most people, and it's, and it's unfortunate, it's one thing that I, I always try to talk to, whether in a professional, personal setting, it's just so many people go, go through life kind of moping and kind of, life is hard and, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be successful. I don't think I can do this. You know, I, you know why try? Why bother? Uh, it probably won't work. 
And, and I always tell people, yeah, it might not work, but you might, you have the ability to either think positively or negatively, right? You, you can't ha- hold both thoughts in your mind. So why don't you go with the one that A, makes you feel better while you're thinking it, and B, probably lends you uh, a better chance of success. And, uh, you know, that was, I think for me, a huge light bulb uh, that went off. And I remember sitting there in that, that, that sales conference and having my name get called. And I was like, wow, that is, that is so cool. And, you know, I've gone through uh, the years and have won a lot of other fun stuff. Unfortunately, I can't pick lottery numbers and win the, win the Powerball. <laughs> Unfortunately, apparently there's a limit to just how good my skills are. But, uh, yeah, it was, it, 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 for me, it was that reinforcement of something that, that we had been working at the time. And, you know, I don't think I was always a very positive person uh, when I was younger. And, you know, I think like most human beings, I still struggle with that today. It's very easy for us to get into this negative uh, frame of, of reference. But it all goes back to the idea of, like, how is it working for you? What helps? What's going to give you the best opportunity for success? And I'll tell you what, if we all went around thinking we were winners, uh, I think we'd all be in for some pretty cool surprises in life. So, yeah, oh, that's, that's how you win yeah. $10,000. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And let's keep putting it out there for people, especially people in the listening audience, to win 10000 100000 whatever is out there. And one of the things that I love about what you, you just stated, Fish, is that, you know, you, you enthusiastically stated to your girlfriend that I'm a winner, I'm a winner. And I always know and, and understand the power of your words and how important that is and what you put, and I say this when I speak to clients or speaking groups, what you put behind your I am is exactly what you get. So it's not a surprise to me that you win all these raffles and that you're, you know, you're regularly winning these drawings. And I'm sure that $10,000 drawing was a great catalyst for you to really solidify your belief that the universe is, is a very supportive universe, but you've got to plug into what you want. And that's the reason for the boomerang effect. I mean, that's what we talk about every single week on the show is exactly. put out there what you want, put it out there, put it out there. Yeah. And you're doing that. You're, you know, by, by emphatically stating, Hey, I'm a winner and believing it, that's what it takes. And so I want to encourage the listeners, they can do the same exact thing. So awesome. Oh. Uh, I, we had the, the, we had the host of uh, different uh, hats that you wear at the beginning of the show during your intro. One of the things that um, you had mentioned in your bio, what's on your website, is that you're uh, clairvoyant. And I wanted to ask you how you use that in your work. <laughs> yeah, that, that always seems to get people's uh, attention. Uh, I actually did uh, go to a school and actually did some training around the idea of intuition and, and meditation and clairvoyance. And uh, I think when people see that uh, or on my, my bio, and then maybe they meet me in person and they, they see me wearing a suit, for example, they're like, wait, how do these two things match up? Uh, I, I think for me, and uh, I think this process is different for everybody, but for me it really was a way to kind of get some access to some different skills, some different abilities. I, I think that we, we really don't truly understand all of what makes us human and, you know, meaning 
you know, there's a lot of abilities and skills that I don't think are otherworldly, that I don't think belong to other dimensions, I think are very simple uh, effects of being human. We just don't understand them yet. And I think that what could be considered energy work or clairvoyance definitely falls within that. And it, it actually just makes a lot of sense to me. You know, uh, us here in the West, you know, we think about our conception of how our bodies work and what it means to be human. And then you go to someplace like India and you look at the chakra system, which is not this wacky, crazy thing that hippies talk about. It's actually, you know, a very well-established thousand upon thousand year old form of, of understanding the body and understanding people. And you go to China and you look at Chinese medicine. I, I know a very successful practitioner of Chinese medicine. He goes, yeah, you know what? In China, they don't call it Chinese medicine. They just call it medicine. And, you know, sure. it, it, it's, it's really interesting for me, you know, using clairvoyance or being intuitive, it's uh, very subtle often, but it's, it's really just about being in tune with what, what I'm feeling, what, you know, my body tells me, what my emotions tell me. Uh, in fact, the, the most commonplace it actually comes up, in, whether it's in a, a coaching situation, um, standing in front of an audience and, and speaking, doing a keynote or a training is sometimes I just get these tugs, right? And I go, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I think I really have to say this. And whatever comes out turns, to be, turns out to be the, the, the right thing to say. And, you know, it's, it's wonderful to have that experience working with a, a coaching client, for example, and they're like, I don't know why you just mentioned that, but that, oh, my gosh, you're so right. And that is something I need to look at and to, to you know, experiment with, for example. And I love that. And I always have to admit, I'm like, I don't know where that came from. I, you know, the, the, I read your energy or the universe said so, but whatever, I'm, it pops in my mind, I'm going to say it. And so for me, intu- intuitiveness is often just that confidence that you have in yourself. And, and I think we all have it. I don't think this is a, a special ability that only a few people have. I think that it's just an ability and, and like any ability, some of us are better at things than others. I can't play basketball like Michael Jordan can. Uh, you know, really? I, I, <laughs> it, I, I'm, I'm five foot five and a half and a half. That half is important, it's but really I can't important. dunk, <laughs> but, uh, we all have that skill. And, and, and so that's, that's kind of what, what intuitiveness has done for me in my business. And I think it really has paired well with, you know, again, more of the, the strategic and tactical business work I do with people is, is really being open to that, that personal side of things. Well, it certainly makes life easier when you can use those inspired moments to really help people or help businesses make breakthroughs. You know, it doesn't have to be a logical, sequential thing, but rather, um, you know, these intuitive hits, so to speak, that come in that, uh, you know, that allows you to really help or suggest things to um, clients or businesses or, you know, during speaking engagements, just so that, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense to be able to tap into that and trust it so that you know that you're really helping and supporting people in the best way possible. Absolutely. Now, several years ago, D. Fish, you gave up the idea and gave up actually owning and having a car. What are your biggest takeaways from that decision? <laughs> so, to everybody who gets uh, interviewed on the radio, you always have to be careful when they're uh, the interviewers, your good friends, because they'll they'll bring up uh, crazy stories that you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, 
What's interesting is I, you know, I live in, uh, in Evanston, which is right outside of Chicago, for those of you who don't know. And uh, about, gosh, almost four or five years ago now, I, uh, I, I had a car, I had a, uh, a blazer, and it was just on its last legs. It was just completely falling apart. I didn't want to go out and get a new one quite yet. I'm sure many of you have had that struggle. Uh, like, you know, how much can you eke out of that, that car? And it, it was so just kind of an experiment. I, I didn't get a new one right away. And this is relevant only because I used to so identify with having a, a car. I was in outside sales for years, right? I, I mean, my car was my livelihood. It was just interesting because that's, that's who I was. I had friends who would say, hey, David, we can tell when your, your car's in the shop because you're in a bad mood. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, I, I kind of looked around and I was like, well, I'm going to try to not have a car. And, you know, again, I'm right outside of Chicago. I've got great access to public transportation. Technology uses uh, our technology is fantastic, so I, I use the phone and Skype for a lot of my professional work. Obviously, when I'm going to uh, to speak around the country, the nice thing is I can just take the train to the airport, and you know, there's car sharing, there's all these options. So I was like, okay, let's let's try to not have it, and it actually became really instructive to me because obviously, years later, I still don't you know own my own car, but it really let me see that I you know, had really identified a lot with, with having a car. And, you know, I thought that this was the only way I could, could live. And now I have a, uh, in fact, I used to think that having a car was freedom. And now I think not having a car is freedom. And interesting it, it, shift. It's huh? a really in- weird way. Like it's, it's become kind of a metaphor for a lot of the different parts of my life where I just realized, you know, I make so many assumptions uh, about how I'm living how I've structured my life and it kind of let me go, okay, well, it used to think that, that about having a car. So is there another way, you know, and it's just kind of let me take a step back and look at some of the other aspects of my life. And again, a really weird way to do that, but uh, it works. So that, that's what it's been for me. And uh, I also get a lot more done when, uh, when I'm on the train <laughs> as opposed to driving around. In fact, so I still drive, I, you know, with car rentals and, and, uh, you can, in Chicago, we have the option of just, you know, renting a car for a couple hours. It's great. And I'm always annoyed because I'm like, gosh, now I have to deal with traffic and I can't get anything done. Wow. <laughs> so, so I it, prefer it, the train. <laughs> it totally provides us a whole different perspective on life. And, and it's, what an interesting way to be able to look at life very differently without having a car. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, I want to share with the listeners that you've got a book that is about to go to press. Um, yes. Please let, yes, let the listeners know what the book is about and how they can get a copy or, or sign up for an advanced copy. Absolutely. The, uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this. Uh, so just, just getting to the, 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 this last stretch of, of working this, getting the, the cover design, working with the editors. It's been so much fun and slightly stressful at times. But uh, so uh, it's coming out this fall. It's called Networking in the 21st Century, uh, Why Your Network Sucks and What to Do About It. And it, it really is uh, about uh, professional networking, about relationships. Uh, you know, I've uh, had Rockstar now for 10 years. And I always tell people I don't advertise. You know, the, our growth... Our development has been strictly through uh, networking, through word of mouth, building relationships. I actually had an opportunity for a couple of years to work closely with a, uh, a startup firm that worked uh, doing LinkedIn and social media, networking training and training for large organizations. And what I love about networking in general, 
from the perspective of um, professional development is that it really does combine what we've been talking about the whole call here today, which is that professional side and that personal side, right? Because professional networking, we think about, oh, professional, it's about our business, about our careers, and how do we find new jobs and new opportunities? And if we're business owners, how do we connect with potential clients and customers? And we think about this on a, you know, on a professional level, but in the end, networking is always about interpersonal relationships, right? It's about that connection you have with another person. And uh, I really think that these days, networking is critical to professional success. And you know, I mentioned that the world is evolving quite a bit. You know, the number of, of solopreneurs and entrepreneurs and people who are out there on their own continues to rise. You know, my dad worked for the post office for 30 years, right? He, he had one career, and that was very typical for his uh, generation. The generation, you know, my generation, it, you know, we're going to have four, five, six, seven different uh, positions at different companies or even, you know, a number of different careers. And so the unifying factor for us is going to be those relationships. But I really think in the work that I've done the last 10 years working with people that we don't have the skills necessary. We're not taught them, uh, you know, in school. There's no networking 101, right? Right. Which actually would be much more useful than economics 101. Not that economics yeah. isn't great, but, yeah. you know, before I worry about how people spend money, I'd like to make some money. <laughs> that requires getting a job. Right. And uh, so that, that's really what the, what the book is about. It's, you know, now I, I do kind of take a, a look at why we aren't good at networking inherently. And I think there's some reasons both uh, based on how our economy is structured, our you know, kind of social history, uh, but even just our biology. There's, there's some reasons why human beings are really bad at networking, um, at least for professional success. But I, I do think that there's some strategies that you can employ that will move you past those challenges and obstacles. And, uh, you know, I, we address those. And then what I'm also really excited about is I'm, I'm very execution-driven, right? You know, I came up as an, as an entrepreneur in, in, in direct sales. And, you know, you can have all these great things that you can think about and know, but until you execute on it, it doesn't matter. So one of my favorite parts of the book is that there's a lot of tactics and there's a lot of, hey, here's how you actually go up and introduce yourself to somebody, or here's how you introduce yourself to a group. And, and I think that a lot of us, you know, we're not comfortable with even just going to a networking event or a social event. It's like the first day of school, and nobody likes the first day of school. We're always nervous what the other kids are going to think about us. And so my goal with this is really to give people the confidence in themselves to go out there and build the relationships that are going to help not only each of those individuals build their, their careers, build their professions, but I really think that uh, the rising tide raises all ships. So I really want to see a lot of people get good at creating relationships with each other because that's going to help everybody out. And I think we need that right now. You bet. So that, and, 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 and Oh, actually, just so I don't forget, uh, we don't have the advanced uh, pre-sale page up yet. But for all of your listeners, if you go to rockstarconsulting.com slash C-Rocks, F-I-R-O-C-K-S, uh, you'll have a chance to sign up for our mailing list, and we're going to make sure that when uh, uh, the book does come out, when the pre-orders are available, we're going to give you access, and we're going to give you some fun bonuses as well for, uh, for getting in early. So, again, it's rockstarconsulting.com slash fee rocks. 
And by the way, when I say we, it is the royal we, me, myself, and I, and uh, the, my two cats were running around. So this makes me feel uh, more important. <laughs> as, as always, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Hey, welcome back, everyone. And if you've got some questions for Dee Fish, and if you are looking to network and get some tips on networking, he is definitely the expert so give us a give us a holler here at, on the show, and we'll be happy to take your calls. Um, D Fish, what are some of the yeah. healthy habits that you've developed for yourself over the years that you would like to share with the listeners that they can apply and, and in, in direct and apply in their own lives? Huh. Uh, healthy habits. You know, it, it's funny you say that because just the other day, uh, I actually uh, to, to, to brag a little bit became a certified uh, fitness instructor. Now, awesome. the irony yeah. of that is, is, you know, when we started working together, I weighed about 45 pounds more than I do right now. And my idea of healthy eating was only eating half of a pizza instead of the whole thing. Um, you know, I, I think for, for everybody, uh, you know, we're all looking at accomplishing different goals. We want to do different things. A few things that have really helped me uh, in fact, I think one of the most powerful things that has helped me is the idea of trying something for a short period of time. Uh, I had a friend once, a very wise friend, Colette, who said, David, anybody can do something for a short period of time. It doesn't matter what it is. We can handle something for a short period of time. And so one of the things that, that I still do this to, to this day is every month, I try to give up one kind of food for one month. And, uh, you know, whether that's candy, because I love candy, or soda, or whatever it is. I mean, if you tell somebody you can't do anything for the rest of their life, they're never going to buy into it. But we can all give something up for, 
you know, four weeks. Or conversely, add something in. You know, uh, one of the things that I started doing with you, Fee, and I've continued to this day is the idea of journaling. Uh, I do think uh, writing things down is one of the most powerful things we can do, whether it's to gain clarity, whether it's to create a vision, whether it's just to get emotion out. Uh, because when we write, we have to be specific. And uh, I, I think that most of us are very unclear uh, about what we're trying to create in life, what we're worried about, all these things. So th- those are two things I do is kind of that, that four-week, you know, whether it's a fast on something or, or trying to add something into what I do, whether it's even just a little bit of exercise or, or whatever it is you're looking to, to accomplish, writing stuff down. Uh, you know, and, and the, the other tool that has always worked really well for me is, and I've heard it called different things over the years, but it's, I call it the five-minute tool. And what I, what I mean by that is you can do anything for five minutes. And if you're, you know there's a new habit, there's something you want to try, but you're really just scared or nervous or resisting it, do it for five minutes. I talk to people uh, about this a lot with networking. A lot of times people go, well, I'm nervous to go to a professional networking event to put myself out there. I go, great. So just go. Just go to the event, show up, have some bad appetizers, uh, and then leave. Right? You don't even have to talk to anybody. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's that idea of at least walking the door and, and creating that little, that first step. You know, they, there's an old saying that uh, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Most of us don't take that first step. And so don't worry about the thousand miles. Just do what's right in front of you right then. And that, that's been a, a really powerful tool. tool. Writing the, the book that, you know, I just finished, but this is the first time I've written a full-length book. And I'll tell you what, the way you do it is you write a page at a time, and that's it. And then they keep adding up. Uh, so those are a couple of things that I've done, I think, that, that have really kind of served me well. Um, I don't know. Are those, are those good tips? Are those good, good ideas, Steve? Those are awesome ideas, D-Fish, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when you and I first started coaching, you, you alluded to it earlier and mentioned that you were not the, uh, the most positive thinker, um, and that's what I'm sure brought you into coaching in the first place. Um, but now you've got a level of enthusiasm, a level of happiness, a level of peace, and a level of trust in, in really living this life that you've created and embracing it so much. Can you give the listeners um, ideas and tips on how you got to maintaining this level of peace and happiness in your life? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And I think that's something that uh, all of us are, are working on. Um, you know, I, I think one of the, places that I start, and this may sound kind of odd given your question, is that I actually wouldn't tell anybody that I know what the right answers are for them. You know, I always tell people, hey, this is a path that's working for me the way that I live my life works for me. And, you know, you have to figure out what works for you. Um, you know, one, one thing that I think is really important, and I'd love to see more of this in the world, is just awareness. Uh, you know, I, I do think I'm, I'm a lot more positive than I used to be. Uh, you know, my outlook's better. I think that I've seen a lot of really positive repercussions because of that, if you will. But a lot of it just stems from, from this awareness of where I'm at. And, and for me, that has come, I mentioned journaling before. 
really good. I've uh, done a lot of work to surround myself with with really insightful people and you know wise people. And I try to try to listen to them. Uh, meditation, uh, you know, has been really useful for me personally. Uh, and I think there's a lot of different kinds of meditation out there. I always tell people whatever works for you works, and that's great. But th- that's actually been really critical because it's, it's allowed me to take a step back and go, okay, how am I doing right now? And if there is something that needs to change, I, I create a little space to do that. And, and I think that most people don't. I mean, I, I think especially, you know, I know we have a, a global audience, but Americans are, are famous for this. We're really good at just working super hard and not paying attention and filling our schedules and, you know, just, you know, go, 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 go. Uh, the, the challenge of that is we don't check in at all. I think you have to check in. And, you know, I've, I've often used, you know, going back to the idea of intuitiveness is just how do I feel about this? And if I feel wrong, um, then I go, okay, well, I need to address that. And, and for me, it's always been giving myself some permission to, to address that. And th- those are, that, that's, I think, one of the biggest tools that, that I gained in working you know, at, with you years ago and I've continued to, to try to embrace is, is simply that, that awareness. And you know what? Having fun, uh, I think, is, is an important thing. And, and I don't think fun should be defined by you know, light beer commercials or energy drink commercials where you're uh, parasailing in the morning and jumping off mountains in the evening and, you know, just, you know, ah, embracing life. But rather just really, you know, enjoying where you're at and whether that's, you know, working on a, an article or working on a book, whether that's going to, a, you know, a meeting with, with one of your networking connections, having a cup of coffee, whether it's hanging out with the people you love, but just, just really kind of enjoying where you're at. Uh, and having some fun there. As you've mentioned, I, I like to think I have a decent sense of humor, but I think part of that just comes from going, okay, this is the only moment we have. We might as well enjoy it while we're here. And uh, that, that's, that's kind of been my perspective on things and, and the tools that I, I bring you know, every day. I'm a lot more positive than I used to be, but anybody who tells you they're positive all the time is either on something or they're trying to sell you something. So. Yeah, it's not the case because we are yeah. human beings and, and everybody has ups and downs. And But re- really gaining that perspective and also what I'm hearing you say kind of underneath all of it is really staying very present because to remain aware, um, you're also remaining very present rather than using your mind to kind of project into the future or to live in the past. Right. and. I'm sure meditation and your practice in meditation really helps that. And it allows you to kind of disconnect from the logical thinking mindset, which can oftentimes be, be full of a lot of judgments and criticisms. And so um, that's what I, you know, that's what I'm hearing you say uh, is really the, that connection to that power of being very present and being aware and one of the interesting yeah one of the interesting things too and I oftentimes will ask my clients in an er, like in the first coaching first one or two coaching sessions is what makes you happy and it's amazing how many people cannot answer that you know because (laughs) they're stuck and they don't know what makes them happy. And so, you know, again, if we look at tools that can help and support the, our listeners, 
you know, just asking yourself, or as you say, Fish, you know, going in and journaling on a subject and journaling on what makes me happy is a great way to do that. Absolutely. And, and one thing that I often talk to people about, and I know that I've used uh, as a tool for myself is, I think we use the wrong uh, time frame for happiness. Uh, most people, uh, I feel when they hear that question, are, think the question is, what will make me happy for the rest of my life? And, and that's a really hard question to answer. In fact, might not have an answer for any of us. But what is a, what, what can make me happy now? Or what can it make me happy in this period of my life or for the next month? Or, you know, what, what is a goal that I want to work towards that's going to bring me fulfillment, you know, for the rest of 2014? You know, that's really doable. That's something that we can really, you know, wrap our, our heads around. And so a lot of times I just, I talk to clients exactly in the same way you just say, what makes you happy? And what is that answer for, for now? Don't, don't let your brain worry about what your life is going to be like in, in five years. People always get surprised when they go, well, hey, David, where do you want to be in 10 years? And I go, I have no idea, right? Because I know what my goals were 10 years ago for where I am now, and I'm so far away from that. <laughs> it's not even funny. And my life is so much better than anything I had envisioned 10 years ago. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, there's a, the, the artist Tim Minchin once said, have a lot of really uh, short-term dreams that you're aspiring towards. And, and I, I think that that's really valuable. Wonderful. If you can wrap up in about a minute, D. Fish, uh, what advice can you offer to people who are having that entrepreneurial spirit wanting to start their own businesses? <laughs> so in one minute, here's how to become an entrepreneur. Uh, Go out and do it and understand that life is not going to be any easier or harder based on that decision. It's not the panacea for everything that ails you, but it's a completely valid and I think a very important path to take. Get a lot of help. Talk to a lot of people. It's very hard. I always tell people that when you run your own business, your boss is awful. <laughs> right, uh, and, and your boss is going to treat you horribly sometimes, and they know everything about you. They know when you're slacking off. They, so, uh, it's working for yourself is is both a dream and a nightmare. And but you know what? So is working for somebody else. That being said, I think that working and creating something that is is yours, if that's what you're here to do, I think it's a really it's a noble path and one that I love to see more people take. Uh, get, I said, get help. You don't have all the skills you need. Um, that's, that's, I don't know any of your listeners, so it's not personal. It's just the truth. Talk to, to a coach, talk, just get, go to school, get trained, take classes, learn. There's a lot of resources out there. And there's a lot of people like myself and like me who want you to be successful because I really do think that if we all show up and, and show up as we're meant to be with, with confidence, with, uh, with just, you know, positivity, however you want to call it, that's when the world gets good. And uh, I, I think that the world is filled with a lot of people who don't remember that. You know, I, I think of, again, I just talk about networking, which may not seem like a big deal, but, hey, if we can get everybody connected in a good way and feeling good and creating opportunities and creating things that will make the world a better place, right, that's, that's, that's what I, I want to see. So it's all of you are thinking about it. Do it. Know that it's going to be hard. Well, there's a lot of people who are pulling for you, though, and, uh, and good luck because you're going to need it. But that's all right. We only go around this uh, 
this in this life and this journey once. You might as well enjoy it while you're here. Yeah, great advice. Thank you. And check out D Fish at rockstarconsulting.com. To the women and men who are of service for our freedom and liberty in the United States, thank you for all that you do for our country and its citizens. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you to D Fish for being a great entertaining guest. Have an inspired week and be sure to throw out those boomerangs of exactly what you want this week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then. We'll see you then.